rock to the finish, go hard, and we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard, and we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard, and we winning is the heart. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. This is episode 134 of the Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. And sometimes we talk about non-specific BV stuff. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever is happening in the lives of our brothers, whatever is on their hearts, whatever is in their minds, whatever it is that drives us, that makes us who we are, that creates the villains that we share our lives with, that's what we cover here. So a wide variety of things, usually. Uh, everything is open to us except for politics and religion. We, <laughs> Because those are very divisive, and we get into very crazy get into very crazy conversations there. So I do want to say thank you very much. It is Friday night. We're a day late because I had daddy duty last night. I got to be, I, you know, you always say you had to babysit or you had to, I enjoy, I just, I absolutely love being a dad. And anytime I get to spend with the kids, especially at the age that my daughter is right now, seven years old, um, the smile on her face, the 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 hugs, the happiness, the this this the really fun, silly time. It's just it's awesome. Um, my other three are much older, <laughs> so as I hear waving my hands around the room while I'm talking, using my hands, I'm knocking my iPad and other things over. So I do apologize for that. But um, if you happen to hear that, but yeah. So last night, unfortunately. Um, I was not able to come on live for the show because my better half was out of town on business. So I needed to be available uh, and on daddy duty. So uh, we pushed it till tonight, and I'm here an hour early. <laughs> I'm here an hour earlier than normal. So I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people wondering, what the heck is going on? Uh, what's BP doing to me? And uh, I apologize for that. But a couple things came into play here. Obviously... Had to switch the night because of, as, as I just said. Uh, but then here we are Friday night, and then I decided to go an hour later or an hour earlier just because the weather's nice outside. Uh, storms are going to be rolling in a little later uh, tonight here. But it's nice outside still, and um, I just wanted to be able to, you know, do some family stuff afterwards tonight. So rather than putting it off and then, you know, normally – I get done with the podcast here, eight, it pushes it to nine o'clock my time. By the time I edit things and get it uploaded for the audio form of the podcast, it's 9.30, between 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Then everybody's upstairs ready to about fall asleep, and it's, you know, you miss that time. So I decided to go an hour early today. So if if you miss me or if I missed you, I'm sorry. So we are here for episode 134. Going to talk about a variety of small little topics. Going to talk about some of the chapter merch that's out there. Of course, we're going to have a calendar of events. It's a big, long calendar of events. Um, Want to talk about a little bit about uh, a very, very cool meeting that I had since we last spoke uh, last week. A great weekend that we had that I had here locally. Uh, with chapter brothers and with other villains 
And um, then we're going to get in just, just for a little bit. This is National Police Week. And as many of you guys know, I am a 20-year retired law enforcement officer. And so this week, when it rolls around on the calendar, um, it, the last five years since I've been retired, I've noticed that a couple of the years, it's kind of snuck up on me. And in years past, obviously, it's, it's right on my heart. And I, I see it when it's coming up. Uh, I've oftentimes gone out to Washington, D.C. To, to help honor our fallen uh, officers uh, during National Police Week. But this year, it kind of, again, the, the, the year has flown by so quickly. I looked at the calendar a couple days back, and I realized, oh, my gosh, it's National Police Week. And so in normal form for what I do and because of who I am and what my past is and my history – I have to take a few minutes out to speak on that. So um, that's one of the things I'll do here toward the latter half. Don't know how long this episode is going to be. Uh, this might be a little bit on the shorter side, but that's okay. I don't have any specific interviews this week. I was going to try to hook up with a brother of ours uh, and, and uh, talk to him about some of his um, very exciting recent news that are some recent experiences he had. I'll just save that for another week. Uh, wasn't able to uh, link up for that, but I won't even give you any more hints on that one. But uh, I've kind of followed followed his his time in the last week. It was very cool himself. So, um, but guys, thanks so much. Those of you who are here, um, those of you who are here live, and I know it's difficult for many of you because you didn't even know I was going to be going an hour early, and then on a Friday night of all things. Uh, so. Uh, Mr. Moore, JD, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Mr. Parsons was here hanging out with us as well. Um, I think I saw a a uh, sighting of Mr. Mr. Ramsey also. I want to say hello to you, sir, Mr. David Ramsey. I appreciate you guys for being here. I don't know. I think there might be a few other people out there that aren't commenting in the comment box. So thank you guys very much for being here. Um, so let's, I just want to slide real quick. Um, we're going to just, just go right into the merch. There's a couple of things that are new on the merch game, a couple of things dropped off. Um, but let's, let's just, let's just get into the merch. What do you say? Okay. All right. So I'm going to fly through these, uh, because some of these are a little bit older. We've had them on a few times now. Um, but it's still pertinent to the timing of things uh, based on what they're trying to raise money for or what the actual merch item is. So we're going to slide through here. Rocket City Autism Patch. Uh, it's my knowledge they're still out there and available. I haven't heard if they're sold out. So if somebody, any of these, as I go through here, if anybody tells me uh, that some of these things are out, please let me know uh, for sure. Rocket City Autism Patch, rocketcitybv.bigcartel.com is where you can get that. It's a beautiful, very detailed, full-color uh, logo. They're, new, they're newly designed logo, but then they threw the puzzle pieces in between, behind it. $12. Grab that sucker if you want to. rocketcitybv.bigcartel.com. I think the Swampside Villains uh, Memorial Day patch, I think, is still out there. Limited edition patch uh, still available at swampsidevillains.bigcartel.com. Swampsidevillains.bigcartel.com. $15 was a pre-sale. Uh, if, it's, if the pre-sale's done, hit them up. They might have ordered a few extras, so check it out for sure. Um, also on the autism lines of merch, 
Uh, don't forget about the Bearded Villains Miami. Bearded Villains Miami, their autism awareness shirt and patch. The shirt's $22. The patch is $10. Well, the shirt's $22 and up, depending on your size. So if you have fluffy sizes like I do, um, obviously it's going to cost you a little bit more. But uh, great shirt. I don't wear white. I, I will not. I don't own and, and I don't purchase any uh, white, even with graphics on it, T-shirts, because I ruin them 30 seconds after I buy them. So um, <laughs> they will be ruined so I just, it's a waste of money for me, so I don't do it. Uh, but if you like them and you look good in them, uh, grab one, $22 and up, then the villain's patch is $10, their autism awareness stuff. Also, Bearded Villains Pennsylvania East, don't forget about this. Um, they are raising money. They have made a patch to support a brother, Ty, who has some uh, big bills. And go back a few episodes and listen to my interview with him uh, about everything that he went through uh, earlier this year regarding COVID and the fact that he is uh, one of very, very few people who have survived uh, the kind of conditions that he had, that he faced. Um, so very, obviously we're, we're super happy about his progress, um, but they have a patch, a warrior patch that's available. So go out there, Pennsylvania villains, east.bigcartel.com to support him uh, that's what they're doing with that patch. Also, Bearded Villains Chicago. Bearded Villains Chicago. They're uh, raising money for American Cancer Society walk. and They have a walk t-shirt and patch. They actually have the t-shirt and patch as a combo for $24.99 or the patch alone for $12. Um, and so grab one of those guys. Uh, they're always great on the merch with Chicago. Uh, they're ACS 2022 walk and roll shirt and patch info there. Next up, we're going to go to the Bearded Villains ENC. They have a autism patch with their Pirate-ish logo and their ENC on it. $12 US, $14 international. Um, BVEasternNorthCarolina at gmail.com. It's a PayPal pur purchase. Uh, so grab one of those if you want to grab one. Next up, this one has, has uh, tuned in. Uh, I've seen this rolling around in the captain's chat and a few other chats uh, online. So I haven't actually seen this that I think of. Um, I've not actually seen this one. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen this one on Instagram yet. So if, if it's out there, great. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, push it out there for you guys. BV uh, Scotland. Scotland has a pre-sale going on right now for their... Uh, in honor of Scotland's first captain, uh, Brian Tate, raising some money uh, for him. So it's a version of their standard patch, but it says in memory of Brian Tate, Israel on it. Um, 10, 10 euros, I think that is, or 10 pounds, I'm sorry, 10 pounds for that guy. Uh, so hit them up, Bearded Villains Scotland. BeardedVillainsScotland.com is where you can grab that bad boy. And then the last thing I got on my list right now is just an old one, probably the last time I have this one on here from New York Upstate. Uh, their silicone glass pint, uh, their or pint glass. I think this is past the pre-order stage. Maybe they have some extras. I don't know, uh, but hit them up and see if you can grab one of those. And then also they have their Memorial Day patch for twelve dollars as well. BVNewYorkUpstate.com, or I'm sorry, BVNewYorkUpstate.BigCartel. Dot com is where you're going to go for those. Uh, that's the merch that I've got on hand right now. And 
Let's see. I am just being told. <laughs> I love this. Uh, this is why we love we love the viewers, right? We love the viewers. Um, well, I, I'll hold off on this then, and maybe that was just a secret message I just got online uh, right now. So I'll keep that to myself, Mr. Ramsey, and uh, I will promote it uh, in future weeks if you give me the permission to do so. So that's the merch right now, guys. All right. So the merch. That's the merch, the merch, the merch. All right, guys. So what I want to do is we're going we're gonna to talk about it, right? Um, tonight, lots of, lots of different things. Once, once the episode, the podcast episode ended last week, uh, it was a really fun 48 hours for me personally. And I think also for uh, some other guys within my chapter and even over to the Chicago chapter and uh, even especially Belgium. So just quick rewind for those of you who weren't, uh, didn't listen to last week's episode yet or weren't available to listen to it, uh, watch it live. Last week we had a, a very quick surprise uh, interview guest. I didn't think it was going to happen, but it, it kind of worked out uh, last second. Like we were on the air and I confirmed it like during the countdown timer when the song was playing. Um, Jelly from BVC was picking up two of our brothers from Belgium who were in town. And uh, so Mario and Yom, um, our brothers, just awesome brothers, um, were in town on a holiday, they had to use up their tickets from a previous year uh, during due to COVID. It was, it, they got it pushed. They got their um, their vouchers back, but it had to be used by a certain date. And unfortunately, they couldn't extend it to include World Meat Dates. So they decided we're, we were going to go to Chicago anyway. Let's go to Chicago. So they come hang out with the Chicago boys. So during the live stream last week, <laughs> I I got to interview these two guys from Belgium. Uh, one's on the scout committee and these guys have seen it all boys. Uh, one was on the, is on the scout committee and one is on the board. And so they're sitting there in the Jeep in jelly's Jeep, driving through Chicago traffic on the way back from the airport. And we're doing a live broadcast, uh, interview and he's trying not to crash. He's trying to, <laughs> he tells me. 30 seconds in that we need to be quick about it because it's about to lose battery power. Jelly has a whole issue with phones anyway. That's for another day. Uh, those of you who know him well know he, he and phones have frequent problems. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> after interviewing these guys real quickly, I realized, hey, there's there's an opening in our schedule, my schedule personally. I might just be able to skirt over there to Chicago and uh, hang out with the guys tomorrow night. That was Friday night last week, and so I did that. Got a hold of a bunch of guys um, in my. I reached out to anybody else here in my Northern Indiana chapter, since we're pretty close to Chicago. Said, "Hey, anybody want to go over there and meet up with two guys from Belgium and the Chicago guys? Let's go!" And uh, awesome, awesome night, man. We got to go over there, hang out with these two bros. It's not. It's not very often um, that you really that you get to just. I mean. I, I, it's sad that there's so many guys that live within their own bubble in BV. And, and we've talked about this before. Um, and I know that uh, our buddy Radar 
um, has he he has spoken about it. I think is even as as recently as just this past week um, about you know living in your own bubble and and um, trying to expand your horizons and meet other people and whatnot. And so many guys live with so many of our guys. Unfortunately, they they find a chapter and they just live in that bubble, and that bubble takes them everywhere. And it's we do things as a chapter. We do things as a chapter. But we never want to get out of that bubble, right? And so it's like pulling teeth to get some guys in BV to go even an hour and a half outside of their jurisdictional area, I guess, uh, to go meet people from another chapter. And this was a chance not only to meet people from another chapter, but to meet people from another country that you may not ever be able to meet again. So obviously I jumped at the chance. And it was so cool because we had a bunch of our guys, our younger guys even, uh, jump over there. Uh, we had, I think, even a couple hopefuls that wanted to go over. And so uh, we had, boy, somewhere between six and ten of us, I think, uh, went over to Chicago for the night and go to hang out with uh, the vast majority of the Chicago chapter at a really cool bar over there that we've been to in the past. And, um, man, it was just such a great time. So It's so interesting to be able to sit down and talk. And this is what really, to me, this this really meant a lot to me because a lot of times at these meets, at the, at the large meets, you might get a chance to talk to somebody from another country or from another chapter, um, you know, for a few minutes here and there. But because this was, this was a small gathering um, and many of the guys, obviously the Chicago guys we know so well because we're always doing stuff with them and, and hanging out with them. But this was a chance where, I got to actually sit down and buy these guys a drink or two or three and just sit and, and chat with them uh, about life. We talked about family. We talked about their families. I talked about my families. We talked about, you know, our kids in general. We talked about life, what life is like compared to life in Belgium. And these these are the this conversational time just meant so much. Um, it wasn't just the inner, the, the impersonal, you know, Hey, uh, what's it? Yeah. It's what's the, Hey, you know, talking about stupid stuff. It, it's the connective tissue of what bearded villains is. And I was so, I was so grateful for that time to meet these guys and to talk to them and share in all that time that we got to. And, um, they enjoyed their time here in Chicago, uh, up in Chicago. The the BVC guys were awesome hosts. These guys go back if you get a chance. Go back and uh, check out any of the Chicago or the Belgium guys um, posts in the last week. There were so many of them. Uh, they went to a baseball game. They went just all over the place, and it was very cool to see. So I was very grateful that uh, two guys that I have. This is another one of those situations. Two guys that. I have chatted with online from across the world. Uh, finally got to meet them, and it was very, very cool to see. So thank you guys for coming over and um, for taking the time, and uh, it, was, it was just a very rewarding, very cool experience uh, all the way around. And then uh, the next day, after we had such a great night in Chicago, didn't get home until like 1.30 in the morning, so... By the time I got home, I realized I got to be up early because we're going to have a chapter meeting 
the next day. And we were going to have, uh, it was our chapter, we, we decided that we wanted to have a chapter lunch get together locally with all of our guys. Uh, we only had a couple guys that were unable to make it, but the really cool thing was this was going to be our first chance for guys to see their ring. And uh, we ordered chapter rings, as many chapters do, but instead of just handing them out to the guys or shipping them out to the guys, uh, one of the things that we started with the very first rings down in, in Indy uh, with BVIN, and we wanted to continue that trend as well here, is that for people's first chapter ring, it's it's such a cool thing to be able to have the officers, the captains, hand that ring to the person and shake their hand, give them a hug, um, let people know that it means something, let people know that you appreciate them, and to present them with the ring that way. And so we wanted to continue that as well. It was an awesome day. We got to uh, break bread, share stories, a lot of laughs with a huge group of guys. Our chapter has grown um, in such great ways in the last year. And so it was an awesome time for us to be able to share time with these guys, give them their ch- their new chapter rings. Thank you, by the way, uh, Parsons, Mr. Derek, for your kind words uh, about the rings. They did come out very well. I thought they came out great. Um, very unique, yeah, very large. And I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say who. <laughs> I've got to share this, though. I've got to share this. Um, we, had, we had two guys... We found this out very early on. Um, if you get a chance, go to any of our, go to any of any of the the Northern Indiana Bearded Villain guys uh, chapter pages. Uh, many of them were sharing pictures of the rings. Um, but the unique design of the ring, it it gives us uh, one. It gives us a very unique design. However, within those details is, as we found out, an inherent danger. Now, I knew that this was not going to be a ring that you wanted to wear all the time because it's such a honking big piece of silver. But uh, I didn't realize that it was going to be dangerous. It's dangerous, this ring uh, that we designed. Now, many of you guys know with our logo, uh, we have our big crow that has its wings spread out over the, cro- over the top of our, um, of our seal, which has our scarecrow in it. Well... As, as the, the, for the ring, we decided to take the wings downward as in if the crow was hugging the rest of the seal, uh, the scarecrow in effect. So we have the wings that come down the sides of the ring. It's a very cool design, uh, but it's a three-dimensional design. So the crow actually has its mouth, its beak open, and it, you actually can turn the ring and see inside the beak. Uh, of the ring uh, of the of the crow the downside to that is it's pointy <laughs> it's pointy and sharp so we had we had two issues uh within a half hour of of guys getting their ring um right, right after getting the ring one of our guys went to the bathroom came back from the bathroom and said uh he already had a casualty <laughs> because of his ring when he ripped his pants uh, so whoops, gotta be careful with those. Um, uh, and then another guy went to the bathroom and st- said he accidentally stuck himself with it. 
So um, it's a really fun, really cool design, but it made me hyper-conscious and aware the rest of the week, the rest of the week, the, this past week, if I was ever wearing it, um, just to be careful where I put my hands because I didn't want to be sticking or poking myself or ripping anything. Um, especially when you reach down and you're, you know, if you have leather seats in your car or something like that, I thought about that. I, I very, I, I was very cautious about that, reaching down in a bucket of your seatbelt or something. I uh, don't want to scratch anything. So uh, crazy, crazy times. So it was just an awesome weekend uh, being able to go to the, go to Chicago, hang out with the, the Chicago guys, hang out with the guys that were in town from Belgium, and then have an awesome chapter day on Saturday, get the rings for the guys. Um, just a very proud, proud papa moment. Um, <laughs> proud papa moment for the, for the chapter. So um, I, I had to take a few seconds out. And, and tell you guys uh, that story. It was it was super super awesome. All right, uh, so boy, you know it's um, it's crazy to think that I'm looking outside my the studio right now and realize it's still sunny out there. I love this time of year um, because you can actually go out at seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, and there's still if the weather's nice anyway, it's still sunny, um, but the temperature's usually down enough. If it had been hot during the day and the humidity is usually down enough uh, that it's relaxing and you could just sit out there and chill. It's such a beautiful time of the year. Um, I love it. So, but the, but the downside to that is this. Uh, <laughs> it makes it very difficult to want to focus my, my energy, focus my time into this studio right here um, when it's so nice outside and I have so many projects outside um, that I've got to do this, this, uh, this spring trying to get things set in, in motion so that I'm not chasing my tail outside. Of course, comes late summer, early fall too often. I think for me, if, if you're like me at all, uh, when the weather's nice, Next thing you know, you think you have all the time in the world to get these projects and these things done that you want to do outside the house. And then you realize very, very quickly that three or four extra weeks has passed. You had the best intentions to get things done. And now if you wanted to make a garden, you're planting late. If you wanted to, you know, get, get certain projects done outside the house and you hoped that you know, these were if these projects like I'm going to be refacing the deck. We're going to be pulling up all of our deck boards and putting new new deck boards down, and I want to get that started and done before the heat of the summer starts. I don't want to be out there 95 degrees doing that. Uh, so these are things that I'm that I'm focusing on right now and, and trying to tackle. But I know I still have I has I have this I still have this program here that I need to do on a weekly basis. So it makes it much more difficult, and I find myself. Uh, falling behind each week when the weather's nice out. I noticed the same thing happened last year. And so I'm doing my best uh, to stay focused for you guys and to get what I need done um, in a timely fashion so that I can also put uh, the energy that needs to be um, focused on this, this here program. So what I will say to that is I'm going to ask all of you listeners out there in podcast land and those of you who are watching live or watching the recorded version later. If there is anybody that you would like to hear from somebody's story, if somebody in our BV world is doing something really cool, 
if they have done something really cool. Uh, you think they'd be a great interview because of some experience or experiences that they're doing. Um, or if there's some event you want covered, please reach out to me, send me a message. I love to hear from you guys because I have my own ideas, obviously, and I scour line chats and I scour Instagram and uh, I do everything I can to scour the, you know, as you know, the the different chapter chats and different chapter things that are going on. Uh, that's where I get the ideas about who I might bring in for interviews. But there are times where I miss out and I don't hear about something till much later. So if you hear that something's coming up, if you know anything that's going on, if you have somebody you'd love to hear from that we've not talked to in a long time or maybe ever before, reach out to me and let me reach out to them. Um, I'm always leery about people's motives when somebody reaches out to me specifically and says, hey, I'd love to come on and be a guest for you anytime. Uh, yes, I know that, but at the same time, it's <laughs> I want you know I'm looking for people and stories and stuff that that uh, that I want to get out there, and so it's not it's never a thing where I'm I'm trying to um, really push somebody's agenda specifically or, or get somebody to try and get you know likes or credit or something like that. Um, but I'm interested in those stories and um, the people that you know we haven't heard from before or different guy, people that are having different experiences and things. So uh, reach out to me. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess I shouldn't ex expect anything different, <laughs> Dave. Uh, Mr. Ramsey says, not me. <laughs> I know. I've had him, I've had you on a few times, and every time it's like pulling teeth because you just do not like this stuff. I love sitting down and talking to you with a beer at, these, at, the, at our events, buddy. Uh, but I know how much you hate coming on for these kind of things. Uh, so I will respect your wishes uh, moving forward for sure. But uh, like I said, if you have anybody else you can, th you can think of, um, just reach out, send me a DM, and I will try to get them on. Now, um, we are about 30 minutes, just under 30 minutes into this thing. So... I wanted to try. I wanted to make sure that I kept this one a little bit shorter episode. So, what I'm going to do is, I just want to talk for a few minutes about the week that is National Police Week. Now, um, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into all the super big details about my whole career and uh, things that I experienced. I, I will just say this: um, many people, when you work in um, specialized skill sets, um, close quarters type of uh, type of work, uh, especially those in the emergency services, first responders, uh, military. Um, I've heard many of guys that many of our guys that come back uh, that have been in the military and served in times of war. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a difficult process to get over the hump for many people to feel confident and feel comfortable with attending memorial services and funerals for people that we've lost in line of duty. And <clears throat> I experienced it. It just, I know I've mentioned this probably one or two times before in the past. I experienced it very, very early on in my career when I was still at the law enforcement Academy and we had uh, here in Indiana, you have to be hired on uh, at the time 
you had to be hired on by an agency, and the agency would slot you in to attend the uh, statewide uh, law enforcement academy. Unless you are going to be hired by an agency who has their own specific academy, and there's a few of those around the state of Indiana. <clears throat> but typically what you do is you get hired on by a police department, and then you they send you to the law enforcement academy. At the time, uh, when I was there, there was only one academy down in Indianapolis, just outside of Indianapolis in Plainfield. Since then, they have a few different remote locations where they can do, you know, where you can do daytime travel stuff. But at the time, that was the only one. And so I went and went to the law enforcement academy, and you bunk up with, at the time, we had two other roommates at a time. And the guy, one of the guys that was in the room next, right next door to me, he was in my, my same squad, um, got to know him really well. He was an older gentleman, I say, older gentleman, because here I am in my early 20s, and he was, uh, at the time, 51 years old, if I recall, and such a cool guy. Um, he was working for a local um, department that did not have a specific age requirement um, that you had to be under a certain age. He had been working as a volunteer for that department for so many years, and then they finally had a slot open, so they, they awarded it to him. He was in really good health, and um, tragically, about six weeks into the to our training, um, he had a massive heart attack during one of our physical fitness training day uh, training sessions, and passed away um, right there. Uh, we had uh, myself at the time uh, was an, uh, certified; it was an EMT. Uh, we had three guys, I think, three guys from our class that were paramedics, uh, certified paramedics. Um, everybody jumped, everybody that could, that knew anything, uh, jumped to try and help him out. Medi- the, the ambulance loaded him up, took him, and about an hour later they called us all in and told us uh, in a big class meeting that, um, that Jimmy had passed away. And so very early on, as I said, I wasn't even graduated the law enforcement academy yet. I was going to my very first police funeral. And that started a trend, that started a road for me where I felt I felt a duty that whenever I could if there was an officer that died in the line of duty within uh, the state of Indiana, I felt I felt I had to go. I felt I had to be there um, to honor them. Now that's not easy for everybody because, as, as you know, many people don't like to think about that kind of stuff. They don't want to be reminded of the mortality, um, the, the, how real that can be. But for me, I, I, I just felt that that was one of those things, and I felt I needed to do that. So um, many, many funerals uh, over the 20 years you know, you, that, I, that I attended, sadly. Um, but early on... Um, about 10 years after I started working, just under 10 years after I started working, um, I was able to, uh, with the help of another uh, non-law enforcement musician that I knew, uh, write a song, and that song spurred on to actually recording an album, uh, which had one original song that I wrote called Why Do Heroes Have to Die? And then um, that was submitted to Washington, D.C., for National Police Week because they're always looking every year for they would prefer to have somebody in law enforcement or law enforcement history to perform music 
at the candlelight vigil and then also at the National Law Enforcement Peace Officers Memorial Service. Um, so that was my first foray into what National Police Week was. Uh, back in 2007, I believe, or 2008, 2008, I attended the National Peace Officers Memorial Service, which is a memorial service that takes place on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. And um, all the famous, all the fancy dignitaries in Washington attend this thing. Usually it's the president as well. And, um, you know, so I sang my song there. And at the time, it was the largest number of people I've ever performed for. Uh, it was about 20,000 people there on the, on the lawn. And then the following year, I was asked to come back for the candlelight vigil. The candlelight vigil is in a much smaller area, but it's such an amazing experience to be around family members and, uh, and coworkers of fallen officers that are there to honor their, their loved ones during the week, during the candlelight vigil. And there's sometimes there has been between 30 to 45,000 people at these candlelight vigils. It's truly amazing. And so um, I've now performed a few times at the candlelight vigils as well. And it's truly, truly, truly a humbling experience um, to, to be there, just to be there in person to see it, number one. But for me, it gives me chills to this day to think that I had the ability to perform the song that I wrote to honor the people that gave their lives and to their families. And the most, it was the most rewarding thing I, I've ever done in the realm of music because standing there on the stage singing in a full-dress uniform for those family members and the coworkers, the very people that I meant to honor with with that song, um, it was just the most incredible chill worthy goosebump situation I could have ever imagined. And so I, I want to give a shout out to the give just pay some respects to the fact that uh, this past year, this past year, um, there were the largest number of law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty in history in one given year. Typically, sadly, on any, as I say, typically, on any given year, there are between 130 and 160 law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty um, in a given year. This past year, uh, in 2021, because of, in large part, because of COVID, uh, the COVID pandemic, there were 472 472 officers killed whose names will be added this week to the wall, to the Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. Of those 472, 319 of them were COVID-19 related. And the craziest thing about that is, is that that's not something that you're ever talked about. When you go to the academy, you know, when you, when you sign up and you swear, you, you raise your hand to swear to to uphold the law and, and to be, to do everything that you're going to be required to do for a law enforcement officer, you know, the inherent risks, you know, that there, there, somebody might be willing to harm you in some way. 
hit you with a car if need be. They, they, people are out to get cops all the time, and <clears throat> you have to be aware of that. But nobody tells you that there might be this thing out there. And we didn't even know back then when I first started, but it's a very real situation that people are living in now in this, in this industry, in, in that profession. So COVID-19 um, was responsible for taking the lives of 319 law enforcement officers this past year. Absolutely crazy. It's something I'm sure that every one of those 319 would have never imagined would be something that would take them in the line of duty. So I just I just wanted to I just wanted to say to all of the family members who are thinking of you um it's never easy it's never easy The law enforcement memorial the National Law Enforcement Officer Memorial in Washington DC Somebody once told me and this is if you think about it, this is very humbling. In Washington, D.C., you have just endless number of memorials. You have memorial walls. You have standard memorials that are meant to um, honor fallen military, fallen who, whatever it is. And every single one of those, except for the National Law Enforcement Officer Memorial Fund, memorial, every other memorial is done. Every other memorial is finished. But the National Law Enforcement Memorial will never be finished. It will grow every year. And that, to me, was... When I, when I realized that, that you know, in, a, in a city of memorials all over the place, that's the one that continues to grow every year. So um, I wanted to take a second, and many of you, some of you have already heard this, some of you have already seen this, um, but for those of you who aren't, uh, have not, I wanted to share with you um, Why Do Heroes Have to Die from 2009, the first time I performed it for a candlelight vigil of 30,000-plus people in Washington, D.C. Left behind 
They'll see their daddy's name engraved on a wall. They will light a flame for him after the hero falls. Another hero falls. A folded flag and a mourning band find us here to wonder why. Lord, why do heroes have to die? A riderless horse flags that hath mast. Now we have to say goodbye. We will stand together behind a thin blue line. He was a son. He was a dad, he was our brother, he was a friend. But most of all, to all of us, he is a hero. And though we hurt and still feel pain, they lost their lives, but not in vain. We can't forget the price they paid. All of the heroes like them. A loving father sits alone in the dark with a picture in his hand. He remembers the day she grabbed hold of his hand proudest moment of his life, but still the hero falls. It's been four long years since she was taken away by a coward with a gun. Still he sees the light in her eyes reflected in those of a daughter every day. Another hero falls. Another hero falls A folded flag and a mourning band Find us here to wonder why Lord, why do heroes have to die? A riderless horse flags at stand together behind a thin blue line. She was a mom who loved her kids. She was our sister. She was a friend. But most of all, to all of us, she is a hero. And though we hurt still feel pain they lost their lives but not in vain we can't forget the price they paid all of the heroes like them
Thank you guys so much for taking a few minutes with me um, to honor our brave men and women in law enforcement who have lost their lives in the last year. Uh, 472 whose names will be added to the memorial wall this week um, in Washington, D.C. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Poolpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Poolpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Poolpo is the place to go. Feel fresh. Feel savage. Feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. All right. Well, we're gonna slide in now to our calendar events. Get your get your little notepads out. Uh, and everything that you need to track this stuff down because we got a bunch of stuff on the calendar. Um, usually I have to go through this song two or three times now, nowadays. <laughs> uh, so let's get it on and, uh, we'll try and get this here bumping across the main vision here. Well, looks like I'm gonna have to switch cameras here, go back to this one and then maybe it's going to play now. Nope. Doesn't want to. Let's try this. And now will it play? There it is. All right. <laughs> Look at that. Okay. So now scrolling across the screen, you see it. May 28th, the Birmingham meet. The Birmingham meet at Scruffy Murphy's, Bearded Villain Central England, is your host, May 28th. Also the same weekend, Beardsterdam. Beardsterdam, May 28th. Bearded Villains, Netherlands. Ah oh, man, Beardsterdam. I want to go to. I want to go to Amsterdam one of these days. Uh, Beardsterdam is the thing. May twenty eighth. Then June tenth through the twelfth. June tenth through the twelfth. We have a lot going on that weekend. You have no excuses. None. None. There's stuff everywhere. So June tenth through the twelfth in Seattle, Washington, is the West Coast Meet. The West Coast Meet brought to you by the East and West Washington Bearded Villain Chapters. It's the West Coast Meet, June 10th through the 12th. Also the same weekend, June 10th through the 12th, Knox Villains. Knox Villains, always a great time in Knoxville, Tennessee, hosted by the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains. Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, June 10th through the 12th, Knox Villains. That's where I'll be, boys and girls. Also, June 11th, if you're in London... In London, Bearded Villains London is your host for Villain Fest 5. Villain Fest 5 at GD's Hoxton. Villain Fest 5 is June 11th in London. Also, that same weekend, the Bearded Villains Indiana chapter, BVIN, is celebrating their seven year anniversary. Uh, they've got a whole slate of events chalked up for Friday and Saturday of that weekend, June 10th through the 12th. So hit up Bearded Villains Indiana, BVIN, if you're any, anywhere near Indianapolis and you want to attend their event as well. Then June 17th and 18th. June 17th and 18th is the Great Lakes Meet. Great Lakes Meet, hosted by the Bearded Villains Minnesota chapter up in Minnesota. Stillwater, Minnesota. 
Friday night they got a meet and greet. Saturday they got a beard competition. It's all the Great Lakes meet. Beardy Villains, Minnesota, June 17th and 18th. Sliding into July. July. Beards for Bucko. Beards for Bucko. Hosted by the Toronto, OSW, and Lakeshore chapters. Three chapters in one. That's the Toronto, BV, OSW, and BV Lakeshore chapters. Beards for Bucko, July 8th through 10th. It's in Fort Erie, Ontario. Fort Erie. Then July 9th, Ramfest. I feel like I need a big fancy overhang, overdub there. Ramfest. Ramfest. Blackshire Villains are your hosts. It's July 9th. I don't have a whole lot of details on that. Maybe I can get some coming up. One of you Blackshire guys, hit me up. Give me, like, location. Don't send me that little poster flyer thing that you got with all your merch because that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> Give me some details that I can tell people where to go. Ramfest, July 9th. All right, then July 16th, July 16th, Beards and Brews, hosted by our ENC boys. ENC, hosting up Beards and Brews. No other details on that right now, but it's July 16th, so mark your calendars. All right, I had on here, and I had to mention it last week, I think for the first time, July 22nd, 23rd, I was telling you guys that the Whisker Fest was a thing. Whiskerfest hosted by the West Virginia guys. Unfortunately, they had to cancel that for this year. Um, plans for the future, but um, some things have come up and they were unable to get that how they wanted it. So uh, disregard that. It's been canceled. July 22nd, 23rd is the dog days of summer. Dog spelled D-A-W-G. Dog days of summer. Hosted by the North Georgia Bearded Villains. See, it makes sense now. Makes sense when you spell it that way when you say it's North Georgia, right? <laughs> North Georgia. They got a meet and greet on the 22nd. They got a beard competition on the 23rd for the Dog Days of Summer. Hosted by the North Georgia Bearded Villains, July 22nd, 23rd. Then July 31st, this was just added in this week. If you're in Central England area, they have the Kingsbury Family Meet. The Kingsbury Family Meet. Hosted by the Bearded Villains, Central England boys. July 31st. Then August. Sliding into August. It's the World Meet. The World Meet in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, the BVC boys are your hosts. August 5th through the 7th. The World Meet. I think, incidentally, there's some World Meet packages that are going to stop being sold as of this weekend, um, either tonight or tomorrow. So... Definitely, if you're still on the fence about going to the World Meet in Chicago, August 5th through the 7th, hit up the BVC guys, go to the Chicago chapter page, or whatever you got to do on Instagram, because something might be getting off the books. They may stop selling it uh, as of this weekend. So that's the World Meet. Then September 9th through the 11th, September 9th through the 11th, Battle of the Beards. Battle of the Beards. Southern Indiana villains are your hosts. Southern Indiana Villains. It's in Evansville, Indiana. Always a good time raising money for some uh, veterans charities. Battle of the Beards, September 9th through the 11th. That same weekend, September 9th through the 11th, is the Four Corners Meet. The Four Corners Meet in Cortez, Colorado. Guys, that's the one that's brothers only. No significant others, unless they're a brother. <laughs> Nobody, no kids, none of that stuff. I think you can bring a dog. Maybe you could bring a pet, maybe, but it's an outdoor thingy. You camp out. It's a good time. Well, so I hear I've never been able to make it. I'd love to one day, but old BP doesn't tent camp anymore ever. So 
Um, it's a thing. Sorry. Uh, September 9th through the 11th, the Four Corners meets in Cortez, Colorado. Then also September 23rd to the 25th, September 23rd to the 25th is ECM, the East Coast meet in Baltimore, Maryland, hosted by the Southern Maryland chapter. SOMD is your host. It's in Baltimore, ECM, September 23rd to the 25th. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I just saw something come across my desk uh, in the last couple days, though, that might hamper. Uh, I have I had total plans to go to the ECM. Um, I may have to go and cut it a little bit short. I'm not sure because, hey, if you know me, you know I'm a football fan. And my Colts, I'm a season ticket holder for the Colts. And they just released the Colts season, or the, the, the whole NFL schedule. And there's a home game that weekend. And if I recall, that home game is a big home game. So I may have to scurry back early to come to that game. But anyway, September 23rd to the 25th, you guys don't care about that. September 23rd to the 25th, ECM, uh, hosted by Bearded Bearded Villains, SOMD. And then finally, October 22nd, October 22nd. I want all of you to mark this on your calendars. October 22nd, be here. Northern Indiana. Details forthcoming, but just get it on your calendar so you can get up here and come up, have fun with us for our Halloween-themed event. Ezra Crow, the return of Ezra Crow. It's a costume contest. It's a beard competition all in one. You can do it all and have a blast. October 22nd, here in northern Indiana, come one, come all, and come everybody. So that is that, guys. Uh, if you have anything that, uh, that I did not include in the calendar of events, uh, please reach out. Let me know. It's because I didn't know about it. Uh, or, yeah, most likely that because I wouldn't purposely omit anybody's anything. So, uh, But, hey, guys, you know what? That's it. This has been a Friday night edition. Episode 134 of The Heart of a Villain is done, has finished. Thank you guys so much for indulging me a little bit to talk and honor our law enforcement officers this week uh, with National Law Enforcement Officer Memorial with with National Police Week. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. So, hey, that's going to wrap it up. You can remember you can still buy the shirts, patches, pins, all that good stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Guys, hey. I'm just reminding you right now, be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Most important words I say every week, guys, please remember them. Say them well. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So, guys, have a great night. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. I'll see you back here next Thursday night for episode 135. Until then, take care. Stay safe. Go